welcome. This is Talking Joy, creating joy, inner peace, and authentic connections. My name is Pam Rotelli-Robertson, and I am founder of lifestyle brand Talking Joy. As a certified spiritual director, I have been leading groups with the power of words, the strength of positivity, and the gift of joy. During our time together, our focus will be on simple spiritual practices that can be applied to your everyday life with the wisdom and support of others. Talking Joy talks to help you realize your value. I am so glad you're here. Simple, joyful, fun. Let's get talking. Well, Sonia Lopez, welcome to uh, the Talking Joy podcast. I'm so excited to have you here with your bright energy today. Um, You're an energy leadership manifestation coach. Uh, You're an expert in rewiring the subconscious and nervous system regulation, which leads to substantial results. You've helped thousands of individuals to reopen their disempowering beliefs that kept them from achieving aligned success so that they can manifest desires that far exceed their limited. Um, Your clients create results that align with their own unique manifestation blueprint, um, which creates a level of fulfillment that no other manifestation method can achieve. Uh, But they also sustain this magic and the secret that you teach is to manifest from your consciousness, not your ego, which I'm very curious about. So I'm so excited to have you here today and to and to talk about your work, um, and you know, we can let people know how to work with you. But in the meantime, um, you know, if you could talk about how did how did you come to this work? How did you become an energy leadership manifestation expert? Well, thank you for having me, Pam. I'm happy to be here and talk a little bit about what I love to talk about, which is manifestation, particularly energy leadership, which is just a method that I'm trained in, certified in. It's a a method that only the school I went to um, can certify people in. And it's uh, an assessment that we give our clients that allows us to see what is going on in their subconscious mind, what beliefs, perceptions, and conditioning they have going on that is either empowering or disempowering. Because most of us are operating on autopilot and we've just been handing down, handed down a blueprint of what life should look like. And so the, the people that I work with usually come to me because they're feeling a little of discomfort usually or something big happened in their life, some big uh, transition. And they're like, there's got to be more to life than this, right? And that's where energy leadership manifestation comes in. I have been um, in the manifesting world since I was five years old, thanks to my mom who taught me a lot about the woo part of manifesting. But I always like to teach people because because manifestation does have such a label on it of being like, you know, stuff falling from the sky and which can happen. But manifesting in my world simply means to intentionally create your reality versus being on autopilot. Mm-hmm. So when people come to me, they're usually feeling a little bit of like, maybe unhappy or uncomfortable with some areas of life that don't feel good to them, but they don't know why. And so when we go into the energy leadership side of things, we start to uncover what beliefs they have going on running on autopilot that is creating the reality, right? Over and over and over again, even though they're, they may be trying to create change because they have these opposing beliefs to the change they want to create, they kind of feel like they're like 
stuck or in quicksand or like I'm doing all the things, but nothing is happening. I get this a lot in particular with people who have been in their jobs for a really long time and are now looking for a new job or they lost their job and, you know, are looking for another job. And it just, you know, when we work together, we uncover a lot of the limiting beliefs that they have going on that are preventing them from creating their desired outcome because everything is energy. And I'm not going to get into the science of it because it's such a deep topic. Maybe we can do another conversation around that in another time. But, you know, I, for example, have a background in human resources, right? So I say to people who are looking for a job, if you go to an interview and you have all the, you know, all the, um, the experience that you need to get the job, but you're feeling desperate because you're nervous that you're going to run out of money or that you're never going to find another job or that, oh my God, you lost your job and that looks bad. If you're feeling that, the person on the other side is actually feeling that unconsciously. It's not a conscious thing. It's like another example I give is like, have you ever been around somebody and you know, you leave their company and you're like, oh my God, I'm so exhausted. Yes. <laughs> or vice versa. You're around somebody and you're in the company. You're like, oh my God, I love being around them. That's energy, right? Energy cannot be seen, smelled or touched. It just is. So if you're looking for a job and you have all these limiting beliefs running on autopilot, what's really coming through when you're interviewing is the projection of fear, the energy of fear. And the person can feel that. And that's probably why you're not finding a job. So when we work together, that's why I love energy leadership is because it just really does give us like the tangible, like in black and white on paper, here's your energy and it cannot be denied. Now let's dive in and clear those patterns so life can take off for you. So that's, you know, the, the long story uh, is I went through my own journey of, um, you know, first started out with the mainstream manifesting tools like vision boards and affirmations and all the fun things that is, you know, people usually love because it's like, oh, this is an easy way to my desires. And then life took me a little deeper. Um, I lost my mom in 2009, suddenly, and then with a life coach, my own life took off. So I said, well, let me get certified. I became certified. And then after that, I also got became certified in uh, yoga teacher training, which helped me better understand the nervous system. Then in 2014, I became ill with five autoimmune conditions. And, you know, I, I had a lot of understanding about the nervous system and trauma. I had also studied, um, become certified in trauma, uh, uh, yoga, yoga for trauma and yin. So understanding all of the nervous system components, how we store emotions in the body, I went on my own journey of healing from 2014 to 2018. And in 2018, after five doctors told me that I would not heal from these five autoimmune conditions, I healed myself in conjunction with working with a functional medicine doctor who was open to um, my the protocols that I was coming up with that were mind, body, spirit. Mm. It was taking the connection of the three to heal because I, through the loss of my mom and a lot of other um, losses, like back to back after losing her, was storing a lot of dense emotions in my body 
And that is what I attribute to the five autoimmune conditions because the body is the mind. Yeah. I'm so so glad you're sharing that because it's so important to me. I think a good teacher um, has had their own life transformation experience into that brings you into the work. You already had the gifts, you know, your life was preparing you for this, but then having that, that happen uh, and the ways that you healed yourself, really, you bring that into your work. It, it really is like when I look back at my, at this period of between 2009 to, to now, it really was an interesting trajectory of like putting the pieces of the puzzle together and really being, um, becoming soul aligned, which is what I now, you know, when I talk about coaching, that's really what I want for people because we all have imprints in our DNA of what our purpose and our soul alignment looks like. And sometimes life has to happen, right? And it can feel like, oh my God, am I ever going to come out of this? Like it did when I was sick with five autoimmune conditions. I was like, it was like a four-year journey of like, oh my God. But that is really when life was ship-shaping me into soul alignment. And through all of that, that learning period and the integration of the tools, my own tools, I was able to come up with a manifesting framework that helps people become soul aligned, mind, body, spirit. Mm. When I talk about alignment, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you mentioned that, that, you know, mainstream manifesting, which is kind of hot right now. You see it a lot in magazines and on the internet and, you know, vision boards and affirmations and sort of positive thinking. And, uh, and I think that that stuff is all tangible and, and people can do that, but I'm hearing that there's this whole other layer of it for you. You know, you're touching on it a little bit about finding out like what are, what our purpose is. A lot of people are walking around wondering what their purpose is. Do we only have one purpose or do we have several? What are your thoughts on that? I mean, I think, I don't even like to call it purpose because it's such a like hungry word. Like people yeah. are like, what's my purpose? And and then they go on this journey of like becoming a seeker, which is great. You but call it I human also design. Is that- yeah, I, I use human design, which is a system that allows us to see. It's a combination of um, astrology, Kabbalah, I Ching, quantum physics, and the chakra system. And you basically, what it is, is you plug in your date of birth, your time of birth, your location, and it comes up with this chart that people are like, what is this? And then you start to look at it and it all just starts to make sense. And it's literally how your DNA is encoded for you to be in the world energetically. Mm -hmm. And once you get into alignment and activate that, that coding, because the thing is where most of us have been conditioned to know not operate from our design. So the work then becomes deconditioning, right? And activating what is already in your DNA. And when you do that, it's like, the way people describe it, it's like, it's like you just literally unlocked my gifts and gave me permission, Mm. the subconscious, unconscious permission to be who I truly am in the world. And what happens is you you no longer have to look for your purpose. Once we unlock these codes at the DNA level, your auric field, which is your energy, starts to expand. And then the opportunities start to come to you. 
And then it's a matter of you trusting yourself enough to decide whether yes or no, right? Like, I, I'm trying to think of my boys, for example. My my one son, my oldest, is a projector, and he's a one three uh, profile. One is the investigator. Three is the experimenter. He's meant to live life in a way that to look at everything as it's an experiment and to say yes to the things that feel good to him. And so it's interesting to watch his journey and see how much he's manifested Mm -hmm. because he leans back. He doesn't do, 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 which in my, in my still conditioned mind, I'm like, don't apply for the internship, do the thing. And he's just like, no. So I'll share a little story to piece it all together. Um, when he was in high school going off, getting ready to go to college, we were like, what are you going to do? And he applied to just a, a few colleges. One of them was NJIT. He got into NJIT, which is a really good school. And we were, you know, as conditioned parents, so excited. Yep. And he just wasn't feeling it. And I could tell he wasn't feeling it by his action. So we put the deposit. We go for the orientation. Once we go for the orientation, he's like, Ma, I'm just not feeling this. So I always tell my boys, follow your heart, follow your heart, even though I've conditioned them to some degree, I'm, I'm, I now have shifted to follow your heart. So I trusted him. And I said, Okay, if it doesn't feel good, figure out what you want to do. So he decided to go to community college. He starts going to community college, COVID hits. We, my husband and I are like, Phew, we just saved ourselves a ton of money because everybody's coming home anyway. Yeah goes to community college. His two years are done. Now we're like, well, what are you going to do? He's just about to finish his last year. And um, he's going to uh, county college here in Union County. And a friend of mine says, what's your son doing for the next two years? I said, I have no idea. She's like, have you ever heard of this scholarship? And I'm like, no, but I'll tell him about it. It's a scholarship that is a partnership with John Cabot University in Rome um, that for the remaining two years. So I mentioned that to him. He decides to apply for it, gets the scholarship. Fast forward, he's living in Rome. He's living his best life Mm, because he leaned back and trusted his heart Mm -hmm. and everything started coming to him. Like me talking to my friend, she mentions the opportunity. I tell him he applies, he gets it. Mm -hmm. Now he's living in Rome and he's loving it there. He's really thriving. And this year we're like, you know, you really should apply for an internship. And he's like not doing anything. He's just like, hey, it'll come. I'll, I'm an experimenter. I'm here to experiment life. I know when, you know, I trust myself. This group comes into the school, starts talking about an internship. <clears throat> Excuse me. He gets on a call with them. He just got an internship to go live in Portugal for two months. Wow. So that's how he's like. Can I just have you pause for a second? Because let's just play with this a little bit. If you had made him as parents do stay at the college that he got into that you said it was a good college and it was exciting. And, and he was like, I'm just not feeling it. The opposite is if you had pushed him into doing that, his life would have taken completely different path. So yeah, I just got chills and and being open to listening to and being led 
with, with your body, your heart, your spirit, that it really, it took him on a whole different life path than it would have the other way. And he wouldn't have been as happy. Sounds like there's a lot of freedom around this choice that he made. Absolutely. He's so happy. And the thing that human design also helped me with tremendously was how to parent my children based on their design Mm -hmm. and allowing them, right? Not conditioning them, noticing where I was putting my own conditioning on them. And then when I understood their design, it's like, no, like this is how he's meant to operate and he's going to find his way. Same thing with my youngest, same exact journey, but different design. He's living his best life because he followed how he's meant to be operating. And that's really the the mission I'm on because I, I believe we're never too old to live our purpose. And so back to your question about purpose, I think a lot of people have, have it confused with like, what should I be doing? And purpose to me is really how should I be living in alignment with what is already encoded in my DNA and what, where my heart wants to take me. Right. Mm, I love this. That's what purpose means to me. We often parent, you know, at least I catch myself because I do spiritual work. So I'm able to catch myself and that's when, you know, I can step back. Um, We don't often catch ourselves necessarily, but I sometimes when I have four kids and raising them, uh, I sometimes would catch myself trying to protect them from an experience that I had that was not pleasant. So I yeah. would sort of interject to sort of block, you know, to protect them and and maybe not let them have that experience. And they may, they, what I learned was they never were headed to have the experience that I had. <laughs> They're different people. Right. They, you know, they, they went through some of the same things that I went through, but their re- reaction or their, um, their outcome was completely different. So I never needed to sort of interject or block or out of fear. <laughs> you know, you talked about fear right. at the beginning, you know, my fear of them having an experience that I had would, would, I would step in and sort of redirect them to go a different way. But then I'd catch myself and say, oh, let me just let this unfold, you know, naturally right. on its own, if I could just step out of the way, which is hard because to do. It is. And, you know, like, that's why energy leadership helped me a lot too, because understanding consciousness and at the highest level of consciousness, which is hard for a parent, but at the highest level of consciousness, you know that even if your kid did go down that trajectory that you were trying to prevent them from going down, it's still what was meant for them for their journey and their lessons, right? Mm -hmm. Because we all have a karmic curriculum also to fulfill in this three dimension human reality. You know, so that's also part of playing with manifestation is I I say to my clients, I don't always get manifest what I want, but I always manifest what I need for sure. And when you anchor into that knowing, then, you know, then you really can see how all the pieces of the puzzle come together. And, and do, people, do people get manifesting confused with material things? Um you know, you, I, I love that quote that you just said that you might not always manifest what you want, but you get what you need. Yeah. So manifesting has four stages. And, um, 
again, I repeat, like manifesting is creating your reality with intention. And so it does usually for people start out in wanting to create material like things, right? Which is great because like to me, it's like, it's just getting you into the journey. Mm -hmm. I believe that our desires, our wanting and longing for things even is just a gateway into higher consciousness. Okay. It's just the, the divine power, whatever that divine power is to each individual. It's the, I, I use, you know, the word universe, God, divine power interchangeably, but it's divine power's way of getting you to wake up. Okay. But if it has to look fun through vision boards and affirmations, then that's where we'll start. That's okay. stage two of manifesting okay. where you, you, state where you manifest by you there's still ego involved but hey i'll take it because yeah, that means yeah. you're on a journey to, to growth and evolution <laughs> so this this wasn't in the plan and we didn't talk about this uh beforehand but could is can you off the top of your head do a little bit of this with me um you know if i tell you my birth date and some information about me can you um just to give us like sort of an example I can't, but I can run your chart after okay. we get off and okay. give you some insights that you can plug into the show notes Okay, for sure. Uh, but if I had to guess your human design, I'm sensing a little bit of projector in you. So we'll see what that looks like. And, and projectors, what that means. so there are five different types of designs. Projectors were and again, if you're thinking at it from a like DNA encoded, like different levels of DNA, let's call it, the projectors were the last born that are here. They're actually highly conscious beings that were the most highly conscious. So think of it from an evolution standpoint, right? Projectors were born here. There's five, there's, you know, five designs. Projectors are here to usher us into the new earth mm -hmm. and people can do research around the new earth. Cause again, that's a whole other conversation, but they're here to basically just take us, help us evolve as a collective into higher levels of consciousness by 2027. And then by 2027, there's going to be a new strand babies born with a new strand of DNA, higher consciousness that are going to be called something else. I don't know what that is yet. Mm, okay. So teachers, perhaps leaders. Yeah. Uh, they're the, they're the new earth leaders is what they call them. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, I've been saying this for years uh, and, and you may agree that we are in the midst of a big shift. <laughs> Tremendous. If, if anybody hasn't felt this, <laughs> this uh, double eclipse portal the past week and a half, then you must be a robot. <laughs> I joke around because like, even my kids were like, mom, what is going on? like something energetically yeah and people again can also look up schumann resonance it's the resonance of the planet and you can actually see the you know I, i'm a science geek so i love to back everything with science yeah. you can actually see the energy being downloaded uh into earth so are we coming out of that now i wish we were <laughs> it's um it's a portal that's that's lasting but the effects are starting to taper off, but it is going to be, we're going to be in it for like six months, the, the feeling of it. And it's very much a time of letting go of patterns 
and shedding. So it's a great time for people to clean out their homes, declutter uh, their, you know, contacts on their phones, like whatever. But on a physical level, um, we're feeling like, especially empath intuitives, we're really feeling it. Yeah. And again, it's a time to um, patterns might come up for us to see as triggers that what 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 do I need to let go here? What belief do I need to let go of? So it's it's a great time, but it feels a little like. And I'm hearing that a lot in your work is sort of this this belief system that we we get. And maybe, you know, before we went on air, we talked a little bit about how people get impressions in childhood, whatever you're exposed to, and sort of that belief system, perhaps if we're living, you know, um, without thinking about much and just plowing through that we, uh, we don't really think about those patterns. Yeah. And and the ways that, that that part, absolutely. Most people have lived on autopilot, but again, a lot of what has been happening in the world is our wake up, our collective wake up call. Like you look back at the pandemic, it's just the universe going, go inward people, Please. like go inward, Please. figure this out. Like if you don't do it by choice, I'm going to force you. Yeah. And that is how change ha- can happen. Um, the geeky is that we, again, at the DNA level, carry upwards of seven generations of patterns. So our lineage, you hear people talk about lineage, um, you know, we can carry a lot of, because when our parents co-create, these two strands of DNA come together and create uh, from different lineages. And you can look back, you know, I can look back on my own journey. And again, this is really deep. Sometimes I don't want to go too deep um, and see like money stories. It comes up a lot with people's money patterns. I come from a lineage of immigrants and having to save money and you know having money in the bank for a rainy day because you never know what's going to happen my my grandmother and grandfather were in the civil war of spain they were part of you know in it so they had to ration food so i can recognize those patterns in my own money story mm. like i need to have a certain amount of money in the bank account to feel safe right my threshold and so you can just go down this rabbit hole but yeah Patterns are not just handed down from like your mom telling you if you don't, you know, if you go swimming after you eat, you're going to get sick or something like it could be as silly as that. Yeah. Or it could be as deep as the money story. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love that. And I'm cl- so glad you brought that up because I don't think we we think about that that often that generations back, you know, I come from immigrants too. that, you know, I can go to Ellis Island and find names on the you know, on the wall there. Um, and, you know, they were people that came here, you know, looking for a new life. And you don't realize that you've lived a life here the whole time, but yet your ancestors went through a lot just to get me to where I am today. Um, yeah, and absolutely. The experiences I'm having and that I bring all of that, you know, all of them, you know, into this yeah. with me. Absolutely. So, and, so I mean, tell me about that piece where the part where, okay, so um, I want to manifest, I want to, um, you know, I want to heal myself, I, I want to live a life like I, one of the reasons I reached out to you is that you have this energy about you. And, 
it's contagious. And it's like, oh, I'd like some of that. <laughs> and um, so, so I want to manifest, I, I'm, I'm ready to look at my patterns, like what, what happens next? So on the simple, simple term, if somebody asked me that question, you know, I would say to them, the better question, the bigger, higher self question is why haven't you already created it? And contemplate that. Don't try to figure it out from your conscious mind, because when you go into the prefrontal cortex and you're using the conscious mind to create, you are creating from the past, from your old patterns. So you're going to continue to recreate the same exact reality. And we see this a lot with New Year's resolutions and why people, I think it's like 92% end up not, you know, failing. It's because you're trying to create from the conscious mind. And so why aren't you creating it? Why, why don't you have the job that you love and adore? What parts of you believe that you can't have that? Um, and then that would be the, the, the start. If they came to work with me, it would be you know a lot quicker to pinpoint what, why not? Because we do the assessment and we can see the subconscious patterns and we can see where, you know, I, I work with powerful women who are still running on people pleasing patterns mm-hmm. and people pleasing patterns contract our energetic field, right? Little things like that, nuanced energy that we just, you know, like you think you're being a good mom because you're, you know, saying yes, yes, yes to your kids, but really you want to say no because you're exhausted and you, you want them to be self-sufficient. That's people pleasing. And so these little patterns are blocking you from being magnetic to not only what you want to create, but what the universe wants to create through you, which is way bigger and better than your linear thinking mind and limited thinking mind can create. I have stories about that too, how the universe has manifested things through me that I never would have imagined. But yeah, I would just start with the contemplation. If they worked with me, we'd just go a little deeper to the to the subconscious. And if it was a, a matter of healing stuff, we would bring the body along with somatic practices. Okay. So can you give me an example of uh, a story of like a success story of someone who you worked with that, that had some sort of a block or a pattern that that they were able to release. I know in my own life that like I um, have always been a people pleaser, but not so much anymore. And I don't mind, like I have a, everybody always thinks, oh, Pam's so nice, so nice. But I have a feisty side to me where like I can I can push back and uh, not do things that I don't want to do. I, I say no to a lot of things that don't resonate with me because I know that, that spot will be filled. It's flattering that somebody asked me, but if it doesn't resonate with me, I know that someone else will step up and do it. Or if if I've been doing something for a long time and I'm not feeling it anymore, I've been okay with walking away from things. Yeah. Um, because I feel-, I feel like if I stay in that same place, then I can't move to the next thing because you can't do both. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. And I would add to that, like, guilt-free because a lot of women move away from it, but they carry the guilt and that guilt contracts your energy. Mm -hmm. Right. So an example I have, I actually just spoke after I got back from Italy, I had a a client that I worked with uh, three years ago. She called me and she's like, I just have to tell you, my life has been in an upward spiral ever since we've worked together. And this is a perfect example of 
what she came to me for thinking was her purpose and what ended up happening that was beyond because the universe intervened. So she came to me because at the time she was building her business and wanted to grow her business. And when we worked together, she was also a single parent, um, had a, a really rough relationship. And I, I'm allowed to share this because she's given me permission to share this story all the time because it's so awesome. Um, so she came to me. She's like, I want to build my business. When we start doing the energetic work, it starts to reveal on its own. It takes a life of its own. Again, the soma, the body starts to tell you what really needs to happen for her to shift, right? So what ended up happening with her is that she had a um, turbulent relationship with her ex-husband and his wife, and it made co-parenting really difficult. So she was carrying a lot of the dense energy of this situation. When she learned about her energy levels and how to um, transmute density, which is something I teach, and how to shift her energy, which again is something that during our time working together, I teach and empower you to do. Um, she healed the relationship with her ex. That was one of the things on this phone call that she was like, "It we have the best relationship." So what ended up happening is, don't you this, just feel that the the freedom around that? You know, versus so much that, freedom. that tense, the, always hitting the wall, hitting the wall with something to it go moving to love. So much freedom, right? Moving from fear to love. You said it like that expansion happening, her kids feeling it. And that's the thing. It's not just that I coached her and she gets to live her happy life. Her happy life energetically impacts the resonance, impacts thousands, right? So she ended up through our work together by again the universe working through her when we open her up getting a job doing what she wanted to do in her business exactly doing that but a job that for her nervous system created safety which is what as a single mom she needed but she didn't know she needed because remember she was trying to manifest from her conscious mind mm -hmm. So she's like, I want the business, I want the business, I want the business. But when we do the work and we regulate the nervous system, when we open up the energetic field, the universe is like, here's what you really need. So she started this awesome job doing the same thing she was doing in her business, but at, with a steady foundation of uh, the finances, making a ton of money, yeah. happy, and then her life took off. And now when we talked last week or the week, yeah, last week, I think it was, um, She's onto another job, like doubled her income, closer to um, her kids and her ex so that they can really co-parent cohesively even more. And she's like, I can't even tell you like all the things in between that have happened. So that's an example of like getting out of your own way, letting the universe work through you for even bigger, better for the greater good of all. Wow. I love that story. And that really, in a nutshell, is what can happen um, by doing this work and, you know, being conscious <laughs> to, you know, our patterns, um, uncovering, you say, uncovering your disempowering beliefs around situations, um, reprogramming them into magnetic ones and uh, 
you say here to lead yourself through inspired action. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, no, it's really, and like I said, you know, you can definitely manifest from force, which is you like pushing to do the thing and to constantly be doing, 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 or you can manifest from power, power, meaning your divine power that's already within you. And that's the work that I love helping people with. See, I, I, I did not, you're giving me such a better understanding of manifesting because I always thought that manifesting was like, you know, I'd like a new kitchen. And so every time I walk into my kitchen, I picture it the way that it would be if I redid the kitchen. And, you know, after a while of like weeks of doing that and, you know, I'm not any closer to, to redoing the kitchen, I kind of give up on it. And I think, oh, well, what was the point of that? Like it didn't work. Um, and you're talking about something completely different than than me sort of energetically pushing the walls this way or that way in my mind or. Right. It's like I want the kitchen and I know it's going to happen. So I trust and I live my life like it already has happened because like, because the present moment is all you have and that's how you call in the energy. And a lot of times people want the thing, but they're so worried about the how and focused on the how, and that's force manifesting. So the universe can't really co-create with you energetically when you're in the masculine push energy, because the universe is masculine energy and it masculine and masculine reject like, reject each other so yes you can totally say I'm going to call the contractors and I'm going to and if you know if you have the right finances and all of that that is you do have to take inspired action right but if you're like you know wanting a kitchen and you don't have the the right the money the time the whatever then you just it's more of the like trust thing that I put it out and it's all going to unfold. And maybe you're out one day with friends and you meet a contractor who's like, hey, and you're like, oh, there's the, and the little pieces start to come together. Yeah. Yeah. So two different ways of approaching it, me pushing it versus yeah. putting it, what I'm hearing is putting it out there and then sort of letting it unfold naturally. Trusting and trusting, trusting. that as the, as the intuitive hits, as I call them, come through you you move and act on them because it, manifesting is a co-creation. So you do have to take action. Yeah. And so you have to be awake and present <laughs> to those things yeah. when they come. Yeah. And an open channel. And that's how I healed. You know, I was an open channel to receive whatever guidance from the divine. And I followed that guidance. Yeah. That's the key is to, to be open to and following it. Um, and we can't do that if we are not present. You know, I talk about this a lot. If we're thinking about the past or we're always thinking about the future, it's this sort of awareness dropping down, you know, like you were saying from the head into the body yeah. and, and being fully awake to what is. Yeah. So you have a Facebook group. Like you, it seems like you know, they can totally join um, magnetic CEO is the name of the Facebook group. They can absolutely join. In fact, I'm actually going to be doing um, Friday coffee with Sonia and talking about manifesting in different areas of life and all of that. Um, hopefully starting this Friday. Okay. Um, I also have um, a new manifesting course coming out. I think we're starting on the end of May. Okay. Uh, called Magnetic and Aligned. And that's all about energetic alignment. 
So that will be starting then. And is that sort of uh, a, a group? So so I'm, what I'm getting at is people can work with you one-on-one. One-on-one. Uh, you also offer, is this like group. a, this is like, like a group that you could join. Um, yeah. And then there's also, you have offerings on this Facebook group, which is, which is different yeah. where people yeah. can um, get together and um, and what is that like, that group? Do people share stories? Um, are you uh, like on there talking or how does that go? What it's usually me sharing, um, you know, whatever comes through that I feel like, you know, somebody needs to hear. I'll go live. I'll post stuff on there. Um, depending if I'm launching something, I'll offer it in the group. Uh, but yeah, hopefully it'll it'll start to get more interactive as I start to share more things in there as well. Yeah, great. Great. So um, what other ways can people get in touch with you? Um, I can, they can also find me through my website, sonialopezcoach.com. If anybody has questions, they can email me, sonia at sonialopezcoaching.com. And they can find me on Facebook. Uh, sonia Elena is my profile. I think I have it uh, public. Yeah. So, so I'll can... share all of this uh, stuff if people are interested in getting in touch with you and um, to learn about, um, you know, cleaning up your subconscious <laughs> and, uh, you know, things, all the clutter that might be blocking our manifestations and um, to open ourselves up to to what the universe has in store for us. And I, I think it's so exciting and um, I'm definitely intrigued and would like to learn more. I'm going to join your Facebook page and um, and maybe some of your groups to uh, to learn more about it. So thank you for sharing your awesome. gifts today. And thank you for thank having you. me, Pam. This yeah. was awesome. I'm Pam Rotelli Robertson, and you have been listening to Talking Joy, talks that help you realize your value while creating authentic connections with others. For more information about our talk today or to get in touch, you can find us at talkingjoy.org. And to keep the encouragement going, you can also follow Talking Joy on Instagram and Facebook. Simple, joyful, fun. Thanks for listening. This is Talking Joy.